Welcome to the beginning of a crazy hockey week in the Music City tonight. The big week kicks off with the NHL Awards. Who do we think will win and who do we think should win? It's not always the same answer. We'll break it down today on the Locked On Predators podcast. Your Locked On Predators, your daily podcast on the Nashville Predators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making the Locked On Predators podcast your first listen of the day every single day. We are your free daily Nashville Predators podcast. That's part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day as always we want to say hey to our loyal lockdown preds fans or pred heads whatever we're calling you people uh you guys know who you are you're the everydayers who listen to every single show we are happy to have you on board i'm nick morgan i'm a writer at penalty box radio and i have a partner in crime you do i'm ann kimmel i'm a writer at insidethepreds.com welcome to a busy week uh, in the music city, Anne. Yeah, this is going to be crazy and amazing all rolled into one. And it kicks off tonight, y'all. Tonight kicks off the crazy in Nashville and it's going to be great. Yeah, uh, and an interesting uh, week for us because we've yeah. uh, we've got some credentials to the NHL award show. We're going to be credentialed for the draft in a couple of days, which means uh, we are having... Uh, some discussions on a whole lot of cool content coming up for you guys. So stay tuned for that. Uh, it should be an interesting week ahead, a very busy week ahead. But overall, I think it's going to be a fun one for hockey fans in Nashville, Ann. I do. I think it's going to be great. And here is what we know about Nashville, regardless of what anyone else around the league says. Nashville knows how to throw a hockey party, my friends. They know how to throw a hockey party. So you can bet that there is going to be a ton going on down at Bridgestone Arena all week long. Be sure to check it out. Come on down. Come find us. Come say hello. It's going to be a great week. And, and look, Nashville Predators are going into this week with 13 draft picks and a whole lot of chutzpah. So lots of fun things happening. Yeah. And uh, who knows what topics we're going to be talking about come <laughs> Wednesday night when the draft is right. underway. We can have some trades. We can have a whole bunch of stuff. It is just anybody's guess. And yeah, yeah, it's going to be great. So yeah, tune in. We're going to have all kinds of updates from the draft, from the award show. So keep it locked into Locked on Predators. All right. Well, speaking of the award show, that's the first big old cookie to crumble tonight in the Music City, I believe it is a seven o'clock central start time. So we thought what we would do today is go through the big awards, talk about who we think will win, and then also debate who we think should win. Because I think as everybody knows, those two answers aren't necessarily the same. Yeah, they're not. We have a lot of beefs with the NHL awards, you and I, at, at times. We've had we've had some hitches in the giddy up about about the awards. And yeah. one of my beefs is like who's voting on what? And and I wish we had a better I wish we had a different system for that. That's yeah. that's my two cents worth. Uh, I wish it was consistent. 
Yes. And I wish the same people would vote on the awards. Yes. Yes. And and I wish that they were better defined, y'all. Better defined awards. We've got a lot of beefs with them. But you know what we're going to do? We're going to make this all work anyway, because that's what we do. There's some saltiness uh, still from last year. (laughs) Um, We're going to start with, we're going to go backwards, and we're going to start with the grand finale of them all. Just because I think this might be the most boring debate of uh, the awards that we have today. The Hart Trophy. The finalists, yeah. Connor McDavid, David Pasternak, and Matthew Kachuk. Do we have any arguments against Connor McDavid in both the will win slash the should win? Not even an ounce. And God bless David Posternock and Matthew Kachuk, because these are two players that under any other circumstance would have some really good credentials for, for winning this award. But let's talk about what's real. This is Connor McDavid's award. It's the yes. Connor McDavid award. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this you look at 64 goals, 89 points, 153 points, the highest point total. Uh, in a very long time, the dude yeah. was on a 70 goal pace for a while. I mean, it's just, you know, it, it's funny because, you know, going into this year, it was always like, oh, yeah, Connor, you know, Connor McDavid, he's, you know, got all these points, but he's not the goal scorer. What does he do? Turn around and score 64 goals <laughs> this year as just kind of a screw you to everybody. Yeah. And it's funny because I feel like every year, like consensus, we know who the best player in the NHL is. It's Connor yeah. McDavid. We've known that for probably at least five, six years, with the exception of that one year he got hurt halfway through. It always just seems like the argument is, is there an excuse not to have McDavid win? Like right. not to have it. So, you know, you get always like, you know, like Austin Matthews won it last year with his, uh, you know, 60 goal season. And it just, you know, it just seems like every year there's always like a kind of excuse to find like any reason to put Anyone. anybody else yeah. other than McDavid and just you look at his stats and just I, I I get that stats aren't everything that's a topic we'll get to in a couple other awards yeah but I just I just don't see how you vote any other way than Connor McDavid it, I will even throw a bone in here and say if this isn't unanimous like, I mean not, like if there is one voter who doesn't have McDavid one is there going to be one problem. voter this year who doesn't have McDavid on his ballot at all? <laughs> Will he get Roman Yossi'd? I don't yeah. think so. Does he wear a dumb hat also? <laughs> well, and when you look at the Hart Trophy, it is defined as the most valuable to his team. And you you can say, look, Connor McDavid, 153 points, 64 goals. He is just an offensive powerhouse. But it's the 89 assists for me. Look, yeah. Connor McDavid would make me look incredible on the ice, and I can't skate backward. This is a guy who is yeah. so valuable to the Edmonton Oilers. And it's not that they don't have plenty of other talent, but he is the most valuable to his team, hands oh, down. Yeah. 100%. And uh, maybe the most fun player to watch in the league. Uh, maybe, maybe until a new Connor comes around here in just about, let's see, two days or so. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. Let's get to one that may be a little bit more debate, Anne. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's talk about the Calder Memorial Trophy, given yeah. the best rookie in the NHL. This is down to Maddie Beneers, mm-hmm. Seattle Kraken. 
Yeah. Owen Power mm-hmm. of the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, so basically the Michigan teammates from one year ago. And Stuart Skinner, goaltender for the Edmonton Oilers. And who's your who do you think will win? And who mm-hmm. do you think should win? This one is a very interesting who will and who should for me. I think Maddie Beniers is going to win this. Um, and and I don't, I'm not, I don't have a huge objection to that at all. Maddie Beniers, 80 games, 27 goals, 66 points. Like what the Nashville Predators wouldn't do for production like that from their veterans, let alone a rookie. We would accept that. And I think Maddie Beniers was really uh, an important piece for Seattle, what they did in the postseason. Again, postseason not involved in the Calder Award, but just in you know hindsight, I can see Maddie Beniers being a great candidate for this. Here's though who I think maybe should win. Okay, I'm pull. I think Stuart Skinner. Interesting. I I really do. Look, this is a guy who played 50 games, 914 save percentage. He came in when Jack Campbell was kind of struggling and really kind of righted the ship for Edmonton. I think a lot of his play, his performance in net really covered up some struggles at times that Edmonton had. I I would not object at all to Stuart Skinner winning the Calder. Yeah, I mean, he certainly, I think, was the best goaltender option that the uh, Oilers had in quite some time. Mm-hmm. Didn't exactly live up to it in the postseason. That's a different yeah. story. Yeah, Thank yeah. God postseason is not. Postseason uh, doesn't count. <laughs> up there. Um, yeah, you know, to me, and it's just, I, I think my answer to both is is Matty Beniers. Uh, really? He, he's, he is the favorite to win, mm-hmm. uh, according to our friends at FanDuel. Uh, yeah. But I also just think you like look at what he did for the Kraken this year, 57 points as a true rookie. Uh, you know, he, you know, Seattle has that weird combination where they basically kind of roll out four lines equally, but you can make a strong argument that his line was the number one line. And, you know, you look at that, you look at how Seattle made it uh, to the second round of the playoffs this year. Yeah. And I just, I just think there's, there's too much there not to go. Okay, you know, not only did Beniers have a very strong statistical season, but he was, you know, kind of the twenty-year-old anchor on a team mm. that exceeded a lot of expectations this year and made uh, eventually a deep playoff run. I know that the votes come in before you know the playoffs start, but right. I think the fact that Seattle got there and finished the regular season as well as they did. I think there's a lot of voters that are, you know, or at least a lot of people that I think you look at and go like, okay, yeah, like that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's somebody who I think is deserving of that. Yeah. And again, I can't object if Maddie Beniers wins this. I really can't because he provided a role for Seattle that a veteran would have done and yeah. he did it as a rookie. So I cannot object to it, but I, I just really think Stuart Skinner too stepped in and, and did a great job. Yeah. Uh, A couple of other debates, including the Norris Trophy. This is going to be the most interesting one because how last year went and how Mm -hmm. some of the voters Mm -hmm. talked about last year's vote, I think may swing some of the conversation this year. So we're going to talk about that coming up in just one second. First, I want to mention today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. All these guys nominated for the awards, they know. That if they want to be on a championship team, 
They got to fit into that team just right. They got to be a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to the pieces of your car. Every part in your vehicle needs to fit just right to get that baby to work perfectly. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to My Garage and look for the green check mark to know that the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million different parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. So get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only, and exclusions apply. All right, Ann, uh, let's see. What award should we tackle next? How about the Jack Adams Award? Awarded to the coach of the year. We have Dave Hackstall and the Seattle Kraken. Yeah. Jim Montgomery of the Boston Bruins and Lindy Ruff of the New Jersey Devils. Spoiler alert for me, I think the winner is going to be different than the who should win. Ooh, interesting. Okay. For me, the winner is going to be Dave Hackstall for Seattle. That's not what I thought you were going to say. Okay. Well, I have a couple reasons for this. Um, I really feel like he took a team that most people in the league did not see being a team ready to make the playoffs, ready to compete at the level they did, and he got it done. Uh, so for me, I really like Dave Haxtell for this one. Will he win it? I, well, I guess I should say I think he should win it. Will he win it? I don't know. Okay, I have so, big feelings. Okay, so about- he's your should win. He's my should. Okay, that's he's mine too. Yeah, he's my should. Okay. I hope that he will win it. I think he's the right guy to win it. But I don't, who do you think is going to win it? The, okay, let's I, just. It, it's to me, it's it's hands down. I think Jim Montgomery is the guy that's going to win it. I mean, when you coach a team in your first year to the best regular season record in NHL history. There's going to be a lot of people looking at you and be like, ah, yeah, that's that's a runaway favorite. And you look at the odds. Jim Montgomery is the runaway favorite to win this award. I just, you know, I just think Boston's team, you know, yes. itself was already loaded. Jim Montgomery certainly found, you know, a way to make them all play. I think he deserves credit. I just think, you know, you look what Dave Haxtall did in, um, you know, in Seattle, And the way he sort of found a unique way, you know, rolling four lines equally, you know, Mm -hmm. elevating some depth defensemen, kind of, you know, you know, tweaking minutes here and there, depending on the game and kind of, you know, winning based on strategy, you know, more so than, you know, just just plugging in some dynamic players in the lineup. That to me, I, I do. I think, you know, Hackstall did the better coaching job this year. I think Jim Montgomery did a great job getting that Boston Bruins team. But I, you know, for me, I think the should be Hackstall. I would be shocked if it's Mm. anybody other than Montgomery who actually wins it though. I am so hoping it's Hackstall. I really am. But I agree with you. Jim Montgomery, I think is probably going to win it and you can't take away what he did. I also think when you walk into a roster that is as loaded as the Boston Bruins roster was, I think it's a little bit easier coaching job than yeah. what Dave Haxtell had. Dave Haxtell 
took a, a pieces of tea, of a team and knit them together. I feel like maybe I could have coached the Bruins to the postseason because they're just that talented. And, and that's a very simplified statement. And I certainly don't mean to take away from how complicated the job is and how good Jim Montgomery was. I just think he had so many better pieces to work with that I would have given it to Dave Haxtell. Yeah. Um, let's go to... What do we want to go to next, Anne? Let's go to the Selkie Trophy. So this is the forward voted best to excel in the defensive aspects of the game as voted on by the Professional Hockey Writers Association. And I have a whole thing about that. But go ahead and give me your who will win, who should win this one. I'm very torn on this because it feels like the Selkie is a uh, a crapshoot. Every single year. Every time, y'all. Yeah, who who knows if it's, uh, you know, if it's actually the best defensive forward, if it's just a guy who had really good stats, who happened to play defense. You know, to me, the the, the nominees this year are Patrice Bergeron, Nico Heeshear, Mitch Marner. Uh, it, it's funny because, you know, if you're looking at that, you would say, oh, well, Patrice Bergeron is the best uh, defensive forward out there. I also think you're going to see a lot of votes for Mitch Marner mm. because I think, you know, him starting to play more on the penalty kill, uh, him kind of taking on more of a two-way role uh, while still having some big points. I think there's going to be a lot of voters out there that look at Marner and go like, oh, yeah, like, you know, look look how much better, you know, Toronto did, finally got past the first round of the playoffs, and it happened to coincide when Mitch Marner kind of took a step back and started taking some over, you know, some of the main defensive responsibilities. So I would not be surprised if you saw Mitch Marner win here. If you're going just based on who the best defenseman, you know, the best defensive forward in the NHL was this season, you know, of those three, I think it's Patrice Bergeron. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I feel like the Selkie is such a crapshoot. It is. This is one of the ones where I'm like, y'all need to define this better. The best defensive forward. Well, first of all, this is not one of those ones where you can pull up a stat uh, very easily to evaluate that. And when it's voted on by the Professional Hockey Writers Association, here's what's real. I don't know that they get as exposed to the volume of games to watch the nuance of the games that a a trophy like this needs. So I think this one is, is a tough one for me. Like this is a hard sell for me. I do think Patrice Bergeron is going to win. Yeah. But this Uh, is, uh, this is one of the ones that makes me a little crazy. Yeah. I'm i I'm kind of with you there. Um, Speaking of awards that make you crazy, Anne. Do we want to dive into the Norris? <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not? Why not? Right. We're still scarred from last year. So here's here's the nominees. Adam Fox, mm-hmm. Eric Carlson, mm-hmm. Kale McCarr. Yeah. All right. So there are have, so many levels to this. this. And the way the odds are kind of kicking around, I have feelings on this. Okay. Go go ahead and lay it on me, Anne. Okay. This one, I too have feelings on this. And, and I don't know if it's residual emotional scarring from last season or what. So I don't even Probably. feel like I can tell you who's going to win and who should win. Because I still can't figure out what the hell happened last season. <laughs> That's 
fair. Yes. Um, I would love to see Eric Carlson win this. I would love to see Eric Carlson win this. I understand that this is given to the best defenseman. And this is the argument that we heard last season when Roman Yossi had an absolute knockout year offensively for a defenseman. Oh, but this is an award for best defenseman. And Eric Carlson, of course, you know, has these fantastic offensive numbers this season. So it's like, can you really give him the Norris when last season you said, oh, it can't be Roman Yossi. Yeah. But I just would like to see Eric Carlson win this. For one thing, you know what? He's an older fella. Give the man the award. He worked his tail off and uh, kept a team that was not super competitive in there. Uh, defensively, I get that he was not probably the best defenseman, but he also did not have a great team around him. I would not be surprised if Kale McCarr won, although he only played like, what, 60 games this season? Yeah. This one for me is a crapshoot, and I almost can't even get emotionally invested in the Norris anymore because it is so maddening. Here's the thing, Anne. So like, all the odds say it's um, like like all the odds say it's mm -hmm. Eric Carlson. Mm -hmm. And you look at what he's saying, it's like, oh, yeah, like he had all these points on a bad San Jose team. And, you right. know, yeah, he was defensive. But look at, you know, what he did and all this and all that and blah, 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 blah. Wasn't the argument for Roman Yossi last year? Like, wasn't that the argument that, you know, Roman Yossi has, you know, this incredible point season and everybody's like, oh, well, yeah, but, you know, points aren't everything. And, yeah, like, you, yeah. you got to play defense. And the right. defensive stats were, you know, a little bit below these other people. <laughs> I just think that the award should be, like, best, you know, defenseman. And, you know, de playing defense is part of that game. Eric Carlson's defensive metrics were, you know, on par with what Roman Yossi was last year. He only scored five more points. So, yeah, he had a 101-point season. But, you know, that's not that big of a difference to be like, okay, well, you know, everybody's Clearly. saying it's like, okay, yeah, everybody's saying, oh, his scoring is just so much that I don't think you can overlook it. It's not that big of a difference for Roman Yossi last year. So, to me, it's like, what what's the difference? What's the difference between Eric Carlson this year and Roman Yossi last year? Because Ooh. if you look at the same argument that a lot of people are making, you know, last year for Makar over Roman Yossi, you could say the same thing about Adam Fox should win it over Eric Carlson. Like Adam Fox had 72 points this season for the New York Rangers on the blue line, which is very, very good. Mm -hmm. like that's a very high-scoring defenseman. Had 12 goals, 60 assists. But his defensive metrics were through the roof. He's one of the best defensive defensemen in the NHL. So if you're going to overlook and be like, yeah, well, Eric Carlson scored 100 points, what's the difference between that and Roman Yossi losing last year, not even being on some guy's ballot? Come on. Like, what's the difference? And if Scott, if Scott Powers... <laughs> if I do that Norris ballot and Eric Carlson is anywhere in his top three, I am going to freaking turn into like the Joker at this point. Just institute <laughs> chaos. Nick is going to turn into the Hulk. But I feel that because 100% that was the argument last year. So 
are we going to stick with that's what the Norris means? And again, I come back to voted on by the Professional Hockey Writers Association, which look, great association, incredibly talented, smart people. Mostly. Mostly. But there is no consensus on what that means. And it changes from season to season. And that will be very obvious if Eric Carlson wins this year. So this whole award, I almost am going to plug my ears and la, 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 the whole way through the announcement of this award tonight, because it is maddening to me. And I agree with you. If Eric Carlson is on that writer's ballot this year, who left Roman Yossi off entirely last season, I believe we need to sit him down and have a chat. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how this is. I don't. Well, I don't feel like it's going to happen, but like oh, I said, like no, no. Dis- for the record, I fully support Eric Carlson winning. Yeah, I'm just like, where is, where is, why are the same people who are aggressively against Roman Yossi last year not aggressively campaigning against you know Eric Carlson this year? And I don't think you can say, well, it's because Kale McCarr had so much better of a season last year because that wasn't the argument. The argument wasn't, well, Kale McCarr was so much better. The argument was we aren't counting offensive defense, like offensive stats. Also, can I, can I ask the question? Oh no, go ahead. Why was Kale McCarr even nominated this year? He missed 22 games. I know. I know. Like how many, there's so many better defensemen that played, you know, the full season. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's the Norris makes us crazy, y'all. The Norris makes us crazy. Yeah. Um, let's go to (laughs) the last one and another one that maybe a couple weeks ago would have made us crazy. Uh the Vezina Trophy. The Vezina Trophy. The best goalie in the NHL. Uh the nominees are not UC Saros, which that's a whole thing. That's a podcast. Uh, the nominees are Connor Hellebuck, Ilya Sorokin, and Linus Olmark. Yeah, this is one where I'm like, should win, will win. I For think sure. I think Olmark is going to win. Yep. You know, and look, take nothing away from his stats; they're incredible. One point eight nine goals against average, nine three eight save percentage. Here's a stat, though, that makes me think, for the love of God, give it to Connor Hellebuck. Let's talk about the number of shots faced. Connor Hellebuck was like Bugs Bunny with a hundred Elmer Fudds surrounding (laughs) him. I mean, Connor Hellebuck and UC Soros need to start a support group for goaltenders who are just facing gazillions of shots. Um, He faced the third most in the league. Soros, FYI, faced the most in the league. But he ended up tied for fourth in save percentage. Um, Goals against average was not terrific. But Linus Olmark, like, he was 16th in shots faced. Like, this is a guy whose team in front of him really made his job a little bit easier. And you look at UC Soros. By the way, again, just want to highlight not a nominee and Connor yeah. Hellebuck. And I'm like, y'all, they're doing everything. So I think Olmark is going to win in, in God bless him. Great season, great goaltender. So I want to be clear. I don't think he's not deserving necessarily, but I would really like to see Connor Hellebuck do it because man, did he do a job in net? Yeah. And I think it comes down to, 
Olmark had the numbers and yeah. those are great numbers. And it's, it's one of those things where it's like, it's tough because you don't want him to, you know, take credit away from the situation within he was in. He made the most out of his situation. Like yes. the Bruins were just a very, very good defensive team. He had to face fewer shots. It's just to me, like what's more impressive, you know, having, you know, stopping like, you know, 21 of 22 shots every night or stopping like 42 of 44. Or like sixty-two of sixty-five, UC Soros would like. Yeah, to like, like that. which, like which, like what's more like game changing? Right. Who is like you know what's what's the better goaltender there? Right. And that's that's to me is Connor Ellibuck. Like, yeah. I just think I don't think he's going to win. I do think it's mm-hmm. going to be Olmark. I'm with you. I just think when you look at Hellebuck's season and you start really breaking down the situation as much as you break into the numbers, maybe some of those like, you know, advanced analytics and micro stats, it's hard to to go against Hellebuck. I mean, it's, we had that same thing in Nashville with uh, UC Saros this year. You take Connor Hellebuck out of that lineup, that might be a bottom five, bottom six lineup in the NHL. Mm -hmm. Uh, Connor Hellebuck got them to the playoffs. It's interesting. Uh, I'm wondering, Anne, if the Predators get that last playoff spot instead of uh, the Winnipeg Jets, I'm wondering if those spots are reversed. I'm wondering if Mm -hmm. Hellebuck is on the outside looking in and UC Saros is your third Vezina finalist. Yeah. I think that's a really interesting question. I think that could very well be true. And you know what? And you can say that, you know, because we're locked on predators, we're biased. But I'm telling you, UC Saros was one of the best top three goaltenders in the NHL last season. Yeah. And, And I will say if the criteria for the heart is most valuable to the team, I really hope that Saros gets, you know, a couple of votes here and there, yeah. somewhere in the top five. Yeah, uh, for sure. It's hard to argue about, you know, outside of a few players like Connor McDavid, one player being as valuable to the team yeah. as you see Saros. Season changer. Yeah. Season changer. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we will have your, uh, re- you know, stay tuned for the NHL awards. We'll see if they get it right. Yeah, we'll see if they get it right. We'll see if the show is any good. Haven't really been good the last few years, but who knows? Maybe a little Music City Magic will change things. Uh, Also, more draft content coming up this week because, you know, that whole thing is coming up in two days. Uh, We will talk about what constitutes a perfect draft for Nashville, plus some sleepers later in the draft that the Preds could steal and develop into some good players. Stay tuned for that conversation this week as well. And where can people find your work? You can find my work online at insidethepreds.com. You can find me on Twitter at ANK underscore Mama on Ice. You can find me at penaltyboxradio.com. Follow me on Twitter at underscore NS Morgan. That's going to do it for us on today's Locked on Predators podcast. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We'll be back tomorrow with an all new episode. We'll see you then.